Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 237 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading both Psalm 42 and 43 today and our focus is on how to counsel yourself when you are depressed and can a Christian even be depressed. So every day we go through the Word of God chapter by chapter, verse by verse, asking questions of the text and seeking answers so that we can follow what the Word of God teaches us and be encouraged by it. Welcome to new listeners in Al-Kahira, Egypt, Victoria, Australia, Sierra, Brazil, Scotland, United Kingdom, Gujarat, India, Stockholm, Sweden, Kingston, Jamaica, Seattle, Washington, Monterey, California, New York, New York, Ho'o'o, Swaziland, which is the only word I know with two double H's, and Wilmington, North Carolina. Thank you all for listening. Our goal is to encourage you daily in the Word of God, and I invite you to invite as many of your friends and family as you'd like to join us in this goal. So help spread the word by checking out our website, Bible2021.com, which has a contact page and show notes and a transcript for every episode. And it's probably the easiest way to subscribe to the show and share it on social media. So depression is a serious and debilitating issue. I want to talk today about a big biblical truth that can and might help, but don't mistake me. Um, we're not offering like a biblical cure-all for depression in like a 10-minute podcast, right? Depression is complex. It can have a variety of causes that could be physical, mental, emotional, situational, spiritual, or some combination thereof. So let's tackle briefly our big question, can a Christian even be depressed? And you know, I've actually heard a a lot of people say, no, it's probably impossible for a real genuine Christian who's mature in following Jesus to be depressed, except when you look in the Bible, eh, I think you see otherwise. Let's ask Psalm 42, verse 6, if a Christian can be depressed. And what we find there is the writer of this psalm says, I am deeply depressed. Well, I think the answer is a solid and resounding yes. A Christian can be depressed. The, this writer of scripture, one of the sons of Korah, was not only depressed, but he was deeply depressed. And as we look through the word of God, we see many mighty men and even women in the scripture that have all the signs of depression. Although, of course, I do recognize that diagnosing a historical figure is not wholly legitimate. Well, we do see, however, many, many examples of biblical characters in the Bible that were probably wrestling with some form of depression. For instance, Elijah, we read in 1 Kings 19 verse 2, Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, May the gods punish me and do so severely if I don't make your life like the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba that belonged to Judah, he left his servant there, but he went on a day's journey into the wilderness. He sat down under a broom tree and prayed that he might die. He said, I have had enough, Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. Wow, that's pretty severe. How about Jeremiah? In Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 14, he writes, May the day I was born be cursed. May the day my mother bore me never be blessed. May the man be cursed who brought the news to my father, saying, A male child is born to you, bringing him great joy. Let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without 
compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime because he didn't kill me in the womb so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb to see only struggle and sorrow to end my life in shame? Good heavens! Those words from both Jeremiah and Elijah strike me as not only the words of a depressed person, but the words of somebody who is wrestling strongly with suicidal ideation. And these are two of the major prophets in the Bible, right? So I think there's really no question about it that a genuine follower of God, even a mature one, can sometimes or even often wrestle with depression. Depression is a key theme of both of today's psalms, and in fact, both of them end by asking the exact same two questions. Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Well, one other big question we want to talk about today Can a Christian feel like God has rejected them? And yes, we're going to see that in today's psalm as well. In Psalm 43, verse 2, Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? So if you feel like God has rejected you from time to time, or if you feel depressed, friend, you're not alone. Real, genuine followers of God, even ones that wrote scripture in the Bible, had those same feelings. Now, we see one thing in today's passage that might help those wrestling with depression, a type of, oh, shall we say, self-counseling. We see it in at least four places in both of the Psalms today. The psalmist states the problem that he's wrestling with, and then he states the response to those feelings of depression. For instance, verse 5 of Psalm 42, why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Or verse 6, I am deeply depressed, therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan, from the peaks of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Or Psalm 42, 11, why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. And the exact same thing in Psalm 43, 5. The exact same questions and the exact same response. Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. So brothers and sisters, we must follow the example of the psalmist today and speak encouraging truths to ourselves when we are in turmoil and struggling with depression. So often when depression comes, we add to it by speaking harmful and hurtful things, making hopeless statements to ourselves that only serve to further tear us down. We should edify others and edify even ourselves with our words and thoughts. We can take the commands of Ephesians 4.29 and and apply them to ourselves, to our own thoughts and words to ourselves. Ephesians 4.29 says, No foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need, so that it gives grace to those who hear. So, don't tear yourself down. Don't speak hopeless words in your thoughts, but remind yourself of the goodness of God in the same way our psalmist does today. Let me be clear. I'm not talking about, like, the power of positive thinking or anything really along those lines. I'm not talking about saying words of affirmation to yourself or trying to manifest greatness in your life with mantras and positive statements. Most of that stuff is like pseudo-psychology and it's pretty shallow at best. Instead, It's good and right to recognize your feelings and even say them out loud if you're struggling or if you're feeling depressed. It's not like a sin to acknowledge that you're feeling depressed. We see it in scripture as we just read. Grapple with those feelings, but don't stop there. Speak 
truth to yourself. Yes, says the psalmist, I feel dejected. Yes, I feel rejected, but I'm going to tell myself to still hope in God and still praise him. Now, this is not the only way a Christian should grapple with depression. I think you should never fight such a battle alone. But this is one way, a God-ordained and scriptural way, that you and I can stand against difficult situations and depressed and hopeless thoughts and feelings. Preach the word to yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord your God. Be like David. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, in the King James, because I like what it says there, says David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Well, friends, sometimes, maybe often, we just need to encourage ourselves in the Lord our God also. Let's read both of our Psalms back to back. Psalm chapter 42, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so I long for you, God. I thirst for God, the living God. When can I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while all day long people say to me, Where is your God? I remember this as I pour out my heart, how I walked with many, leading the festive procession to the house of God with joyful and thankful shouts. Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. I am deeply depressed, therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and the peaks of Hermon, from Mount Mazar. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your billows have swept over me. The Lord will send his faithful love by day. His song will be with me in the night. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? My adversaries taunt me as if crushing my bones while all day long they say to me, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Next, Psalm chapter 43, verse 1. Vindicate me, God, and champion my cause and against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from the deceitful and unjust person, for you are the God of my refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? Send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then I will come to the altar of God, to God my greatest joy. I will praise you with a lyre. God, my God, why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Amen. Well, friends, let that be an encouragement to you and me both. When we feel that way, dejected, let's remind ourselves to put our trust and our hope in God. Well, we close today with our Bible memory passage for the month of August. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, which reads, Love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. Good day to you, dear friends, and Godspeed.